0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Recorded live. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, Hey, I'm at my computer and nobody's blowing my phone up to tell me to get on the phone.
3: I was (laughs) texting you. (laughs)
2: Hey, um... Thanks for everybody getting on. Um, And I don't, first of all, I want to stress that, you know, I don't think this is a big deal. I think we just need to have a quick conversation because I want to make sure we're all on the same page as far as, you know, maybe next time something happens as far as thinking or discussing. But it sounds like all the communication from the people I talked to needed to be there. Maybe just people were stressed out and didn't realize what was going on. But that being said, you know, I want to start with Chris. Chris, can you complain the suit? Explain to Suzanne what happened, so she kind of is aware of, you know, what happened after the the girl came back to school, or not came back to school, but after the mom talked to you.
1: Yeah, um, the other day, um, she brought the girl up with her. I've never met her before. Um, she was very calm and polite, though. She just kind like, talked to me for a couple minutes. I said sure. Um, so you know, we walked into the locker room, and she was asking me if I had heard what happened, and I told her basically, like, I had heard four different versions of what happened, so, you know, I, I said that's basically how it is for all of us, and she, she kind of talked, said she talked to the coach, and the coach recommended she talked to me, because um, she knew I usually would do, like, a follow-up or find out what was going on kind of thing when this happens at other schools, so, um, basically, she just wanted to know in what circumstances would I transport somebody via an ambulance or she kind of almost asked me what I would have done in this case. And I said, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the full story. Why don't you tell me from your perspective what happened? I mean, as sure as you know, she fell, had a displaced radiothulinal fracture, um, said she was in pain supposedly has a pain tolerance a big pain tolerance I don't know her that well and I they, they all know. have big pain tolerances <laughs> yeah um, so she said that um, you were taking care of her on the sideline that she, you called her and she was at home and she said that she needed to take her to the hospital and um, so I guess she had to drop some kids off in order to go get Abby at the game and she called children's in the meantime should I take her? Should I just take her to Forbes or should I take her to Children's? And of course, they said, bring her here. And she suggested, well, if I bring her there, we'll get right in. And they said, no, you'll have to sit in the waiting room and you know do a triage thing like everybody else. So then I don't know how many times her older daughter who plays on the team called her, but she said the second time she called her, she was upset and she could hear Abby screaming, is how she described it, in the background. Um, she said, a couple of miles away, I'll come and get you. So I guess she came to the sideline. She, she estimated that she was there 45 minutes on the sideline in extreme discomfort. Um, said she noticed the ambulance was at the game, and she said she saw the paramedics standing by it or something like that. And then I guess she took, them, took her to Children's, took a long time for her to calm down, a lot of morphine and Valium, as she said. Um, also said the doctors were surprised that the, she didn't come in an ambulance uh, so then, I guess they reduced her. After she calmed down somewhat, and and now, uh, I mean, her question was why why wasn't why didn't she go in the name? But then said there was one there at the game. Basically, is what she said. She wasn't angry. She wasn't upset or anything. She I think she was just trying to figure out if that would have been a better plan or she, that was her perspective at least.
3: I mean, that is basically what happened, and I did talk to her, and she initially told me that she wanted to drive her to children's and what she told me on the phone is that she called children's and that they told her that there was no wait and they would be able to get her directly in so if she's telling you that that they told her that she wouldn't be able to get in right away or whatever i'm not really sure because she told me that she called them and told them exactly what i told her that i thought her arm was broken and they were like oh she'll need a procedure like we'll get her right in it'll be very quick you know until she gets seen And then when I talked to the mom, the girl was okay at that point. Like, she was upset, but she was, like, not where she was when the mom came. We called the mom back, and we tried to tell her that she should go to Forbes because it was closer, and the mom kept saying, no, I'm going to Children's, no, I'm going to Children's. And then we did at one point say that we had an ambulance here, and then she said something along the lines, will they take her to Children's? And I said that I didn't know where they would go and she's like, Well I want to go to children.
1: Yeah, she asked me that question too, as to whether or not the ambulance would have taken her. And I said from what I understand in my experiences they would take her wherever you wanted her, her to go, but I mean that doesn't make a difference.
3: Right. I'm I'm from our perspective, they probably would not have taken her to children's because Forbes is now a trauma center and I'm pretty certain that they would have taken her to Forbes and not Children's.
2: I don't... I'm Which was a factor in on why I, I
3: didn't as well, but...
2: I'm going to interrupt on that one because I don't... They're going to take her wherever you, you tell her unless there's a really good he, reason not to take them to, to... I'm
3: I'm not disagreeing with you, however, like working with Medic One, I know how they are, and they have overrid parents numerous times
0: and gone where
3: they want to go. I would say I would agree with you, Suzanne. I have run into that, too, where paramedics have forced kids to go to children's stuff. So. so, I mean, that's part of the reason why I didn't. But, again, like, I was under the impression when I spoke to mom that mom, like, wanted her to go to children's and, like, wanted to take her.
2: And that's fine. I mean, Suzanne, I don't, first of all, I don't want you to think that you're on trial right now. We're just discussing this. right um you know for for future reference yeah
3: I, and, and and like I i'm not tell you,
2: you know, she's obviously you know we we've already obviously established that she's she's given two different um recommendations on this she she recommended to you that she was going to take her and then she she questioned later on why you know, from Chris, and and it's understandable. Parents are under stress, too. I'm looking at it from a a standpoint of being a parent, being stressed out, just worried about your kid, too.
3: Right, And, and that's kind of what I tried to tell you yesterday, that, like, maybe, you know, she didn't quite understand when, you know, like the severity of it when I was talking to her. So that's something that I can work on is, like, you know, make sure that I explain, you know, exactly the condition they're in.
2: Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a thought, and just in a sense, from that standpoint. And, and, you know, the only other thing, you know, the other suggestion I would even throw out there is since you had a, a paramedic on site, maybe walk over to him and say, hey, this is what I have. What are your thoughts? Should should this be transported, transported ASAP, in your opinion?
0: Um, Craig, let me just interject topic. here because we had an issue with this at Franklin earlier. So our paramedics told us that if we even consult with them, that they've initiated care and we, they have to go to the ER. Agreed. Once we've initiated care, because we had this happen where an overzealous EMT ran across us, like ran through the middle of a soccer game and initiated care when we didn't need them, and then the child was forced to go to the ER specifically because they were an away team and their parent wasn't present.
2: If it was a sprain, what was the injury?
0: Uh, the kid was having a panic attack and he was completely fine. They came and his vitals were fine, everything else. He was completely calmed down. He also had asthma, so he was completely fine. He was just out of breath. It was like 90 something degrees outside. Completely resolved within a and they had to go.
2: Is Zach addressed any of this?
0: Yes. We called Medic One and talked to them. But so we were also told by Medic One in the beginning of the year that nobody can leave our facility without a parent present either in an ambulance. They won't take them. They'll let them sit in the ambulance until the parent gets there. Okay. So, I mean, I, I know that that's not, you know, I, I was there during the situation too, but I want you to, like, understand some of the backstory that we're having with the ambulance issue too with that. Well, and it,
2: it, it, it's a good Discussion, Lauren. I, again, we're not. This isn't a trial. We're just sitting here trying to converse with everybody here. Um, I think, from the standpoint of of where we're going, you know, and all this is, you know, number one, just you know, one thing I'm always going to tell you is, that when you have something that's a scenario like this, make sure you document it. Just, just you always have to have that documented note because if this comes up three, four months later, and and you know, or, or none of us are going to remember appropriately. Number one, number two. I can give you my opinion. All of the people on the phone can give you their opinions, but in it's all going to be in hindsight of not reacting at the time of when it happened. You know, everybody can can give a better opinion after the time it happened, and, and we all understand that. I, I'm just not. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. As maybe if something happens down the line, you know, that, that we're all aware of. Obviously, what happened. In this scenario, and, and you know, if there's a, if there's a need or an area that we need to address it differently, then you know, then we're we've discussed it. That's all. I want this to be as, as constructive as possible. Um, basically, I'm looking at this as a case scenario, as is a, a case study without a big group. I mean, there's no need to be a big group on this one. Um, but you know, from the standpoint of of Having issues with the with the hospital staff, maybe or with the pre-hospital staff, maybe that is something that we can even discuss with, um, like our pre-hospital staff who have relationships with these people, and see if there's any ways that that having a a constructive conversation with them will help. If you think it's that big of a problem, Franklin. I mean,
3: they've been a problem for like quite a while. And their like manage, manager of Medic One is not very responsive to us as athletic trainers, um, so it's kind of been a little bit um, so, rough road. So let's start
2: right there. Shoot me a quick note with 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 just in, just initial of this, and I can get that to Bob McCon. And say, Bob, can you help with this situation, whether it's establishing a meeting or, or having a conversation or how to proceed with this? I mean, that's one of his pet peeves with, with pre-hospital staff and athletic trainers not being able to work together on this. And you know we've had some meetings in the past to try and help that. So this is obviously an issue that maybe we can help with this. So so number one for an action step, let's do that. If you can get something out to me, and then I'll get that to Bob and see where we can go with it. Okay.
3: Okay. I actually, have any of you guys ever experienced, like, when they, like, EMS won't take somebody without a parent? Or is that, like, specific to Medic One?
2: Um, I've seen it where they want an adult present, but it doesn't have to be a parent where I've seen other parents go in their place.
3: Right. Because they specifically, like, said, um, like I said, that it had to be a parent
2: so if this kid's bleeding out, they're just going to let them bleed out on the field?
3: Well, that, that's what, I like, my question was. And they just kept saying that a parent had to be here. And I was like, but if we have their emergency card or we have a coach, you know, I don't under, understand. I mean, and obviously I don't, I don't we see had – There's a difference
2: between that and someone getting hit by a car and laying in the street. That does well,
3: that's what I said. And obviously, like, at Franklin, we had an issue a couple years ago. And, like, all of those kids got transported without parents. Sure. So, like, I don't really understand what the difference is, but that's what we've been told is that they won't take them without a parent.
2: Well, I think it's a – let's get that concern on the email that I can get over to Bob is one of the concerns we'd like to discuss and see if we can help work through because, again, you know, they're they're mediators in these issues, and I think that that we need someone like that to help us. I mean, obviously, if I just show up or if you guys are just showing up as athletic trainers from AHN, it gets, I think it holds more weight with someone like Bob going over with being a parent, athlete, so you know, and, and obviously he wants to foster the relationship and getting those kids over to, to Forbes anyway.
3: Right. Yeah, I don't like um I know Medic One takes like their command out of UPMC, so I don't know if that is like it could. Is sometimes an issue with us, too, is that they, like, disagree with us because they take command from somewhere else? Like, I'm not really sure how that works.
2: It could, and they they might be able to help us work through that, number one. Number two, you know, obviously Forbes is the the level two trauma center there, so, you know, certain aspects of it, they're going to have to bypass that anyway. So, Um, but I I think that that that's a good initial step, at least to see if it helps anything. Okay. Because I mean, from what you're telling me, then, then you know, working together as a team and go over there and then discussing an issue with them tells me that you're saying that they would have came over and automatically took that person to the, to the hospital without without the parents um, commenting. They would they would have kept them there in the ambulance, and that parent that, that that parent would have been then trapped to get on that ambulance. Is that basically what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. So, you know, from that standpoint, we should really discuss that with Bob and see how, you know, how we can work around that. Okay. Okay. Um, Anything else from Lauren, from you and Suzanne, that that we should discuss with this today that we can help you with?
3: I don't think there's anything else from my end. Okay.
2: All right. I think I'm good on my end. Because what... I'm here's the message that I'm getting. Um the the way that the ambulance services are reacting there is in in my opinion, it's dictating the way you care for athletes. Is that is that fair?
3: Yeah, that that would be a little bit yeah, that would be close to truth.
2: Okay. So let's see if we can help you with that. Okay. I can't, I can't promise that. You, know, let's get Bob. Bob's, I'll tell you, Bob's the guy to talk to about this, and, and let's see. But let's see what he has to say, and let's go from there. Fair enough. And then, Chris, could you just follow back around with the parent to say, hey, um, you know, from our understanding, it sounds like there was just the the message that she got from you is that you felt that you wanted to take her to the children's, and and that you didn't want her to go by ambulance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important for her to know that um, your dealings with the EMS is there's no guarantee that they would have taken her to Children's and they would have required her to be there anyway. They wouldn't have met her at the hospital. So I think it's important for her to know that that was taken into account when you were deciding whether or not to put her in the ambulance to go to the hospital. So um, one other thing that we were discussing yesterday um, – I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Did you mention anything to the mother about her potentially going into shock?
3: I did not. Craig said that yesterday, and I didn't say that to her at all. Lauren and I kind of, like, talked about it on the side when we were standing with the girl, but, like, I did not specifically tell the mother that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I did tell her that she should have somebody in the car with her when she was driving, I said just to, like, keep her calm and talk to her, but I did not specifically mention shock.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what I expected, especially when you said that she seemed to be calmed down when the mother was there, so. um...
3: Yeah, I mean, she definitely had, uh, there were, like, moments, but once she talked to her and, like, kind of calmed her down, like, she, you know, she got better. So it was more that that's what I was worried about, that someone just needed to, like, talk to her and whatnot, but I wouldn't. Like, I definitely didn't tell the mother that it was that.
2: Um, okay. Well, guys, I, I mean, I think hopefully we worked through this enough that so we could have some action steps. But, Chris, if you could talk to the mom and maybe get back to us in an email, unless it, it does need to be talked about more as far as a meeting, you know, let me know. But why don't you just follow up with her and see how things go and see if things are fine. and then And shoot me up a quick – shoot back a quick note just so we know how things have been resolved. Um, from our standpoint. And then, you know, Suzanne, if you could get that note to me, we'll get it over to Bob and let's see if, if he's, you know, I and I'm sure he is, but willing to sit with us. I, I'll probably just set up another conference call so you guys don't have to come into to uh, West Penn because his office is over in West Penn now. Okay. And then hopefully he can help us work with that from the EMS side and see if there's, you know, from that standpoint, hopefully maybe there are some walls we could help break down a little bit. Okay. All
0: right. That okay. works.
2: All right. Well, um, let me know if in the meantime, let me know if you guys need anything other than that. I appreciate everybody's time, and, um, and just get back to me if you have any questions, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right, you. Thanks, guys. I'll see you. Bye. Mm-hmm.